0: Yeah yeah, yeah yeah why do I keep doing this to myself giving my heart to someone else who can't seem to comprehend and just pretend just pretend to love me The way that God loves me Oh The way that God loves me Why do I keep doing this to myself? Giving my heart to someone else Who can't seem to comprehend and just pretend just pretend to love me the way that God loves me. God loves me. Mm-hmm. The way that God loved But I
1: bathed in the mall
0: Submerged myself the in the decay
1: me. of the world. Oh. Making bad decisions over and over again. drenching my pillow with tears again. Thinking the void could be filled by a man. A man who blackened my eyes, demolished my pride. As he daily belittled my self-esteem. With each raise of his hands, I had to muffle a scream. But I don't have to stay here. Trapped in my pain here. My Redeemer conquered. Death, hell, in the grave, Yahweh live so
0: my soul can be saved. Mmm, the way that God loves me, yeah, the way that God loves me, mm, the way that God loves me, mm. Why do I keep doing this to myself, giving my heart to someone else, who can't seem to comprehend and just pretend, just pretend to love me? The can I can rise. Me.
1: Rise from the dark clouds that were weighing me down. Shake off the shame that will keeping me bound. I can use my broken pieces to encourage someone else. Be police to a situation. Release my brother, my sister.
2: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to each and every one of you, wherever you are listening in this world. Thank you for joining me today on the Sunday morning. Inspiration show here on the Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio Network. I am so glad that you are here. We're going to jump right into our program. If you cannot tell by my voice, I'm a little bit under the weather today, but I'm going to try to make it through our session today. So get ready, be prepared. We're going to jump right into our program after our opening song. I will
1: see you soon.
2: Good morning, I guess I timed that pretty close to perfectly. Uh, Welcome back to another session of the Sunday Morning Inspiration Show. I am your host, C. Maria Wall, a.k.a. the Mediator and Shiro, right here at our Ground Zero. And I want you to know that when I say Ground Zero, that does not mean that we are at rock bottom. It simply means that we are standing on solid ground. We can get our footing and prepare to propel ourselves to new heights so that we can soar with the angels. Welcome to all of our guests joining us over here in the call query. And of course, those of you over in our show chat room, my good friend from the UK, Simon, is there. Guest number nine, there were a few guests jumping in and out of the chat room. Thank you so much for being here today promise you unless we get a bunch of calls like we did last week we will not uh, be on for a very long time because as I said a little bit under the weather today I have been running and running and running and um, today believe it or not it's wonderful that today's show's theme wraps right into my own personal life in the past week getting what you give so this week As you all know, last week I was telling you, I had over 400 pages of um, assignments to read and and get um, schoolwork done, and um, working and running around and trying to get back into the swing of going back to work, things of that nature. Then, of course, um, taking care of the foundation, working full-time and school full-time, all of those things, I guess, that I'm really rather tired, but because I put my all into it this week, today, my house is clean, I have, um, I've already done my laundry, my homework is done, I get a chance after this to tap into our church services and then the rest of the day belongs to me to do whatever I want to do with it, which is probably, I'm going to probably lie in bed for a while and just enjoy the nothing, Because guess what? I work towards this and this is my reward for sticking to the task and getting things done. So before we get into our program, several things for those of you who may be new, welcome. Those of you listening to us in the replay, I always have to give you a special shout out for taking time out of your busy schedules to sit back and listen to our program. But let me tell you a little bit about how our show flows I always start with greetings and salutations and some brief announcements. I like to get those out of the way early so that the rest of our programming is dedicated to our lesson for the day. We open with our stress relief and release time, which is our breathing exercises, and I ask that you're in a lying or seated position for that because your eyes will be closed. Don't want anyone standing, losing your balance and hurting yourself, so lying or seated position when we go into that particular segment. Oh, my goodness. Did I hit the opening chimes today? Oh, my. Let's just do that. (laughs) Welcome. Now we are back on track. So while you're getting yourselves together and you're lying in seated positions, let me give you some uh, brief uh, updates on what has transpired in the last week or so. Um, If you need us at any particular point in time, our contact number is 202-618-2556. If you are a guest in our show chat room right here, right now, and you would like to get involved, our number is 646-478-4726 or... You can log on and log back in under a regular screen name, and of course, you will be able to interact in our show chat room. Simon is, is typing in the show chat room. You'll be able to do that if you log back in under screen name instead of sitting in the room as a guest. Or you can call us, like I said, our show number is 646-478-4726. Uh, Last week, you know, we had quite a few wonderful guests on, and a lot of you left me with a lot of questions, and I promise you I'm going to get with the pastor this week and get some answers because um, I have some questions too, and um, just as you, I'm going to give him a call, and we're going to get some answers to see um, exactly how we fit into this big picture because as I said last week, I did not. I never know who's going to call in. The show is not scripted. We never know what to expect, and last week was um, a classic example of that for the first show of the new year. Um, So we're going to get some answers for you as far as that is concerned to see if um, the Sunday Morning Inspiration and Healing Through Hurt Network is really a good fit for um, that particular project and program. What else? Let's see here. Last week, our countries with the highest listenership. That's between Sunday and Saturday of last week. The United States of America, the United Kingdom. Those two usually run neck and neck there. Pretty good. Hello to all of my friends over there in the UK. Simon, hi. Um, Canada, Mexico, Brazil, and Australia. Let me say that again. The United States of America, the United Kingdom. Canada, Mexico, Brazil, and Australia. Those were our top countries for listenership last week. Welcome to all of you. I so enjoy looking at this every week, and I wait till right before the show because it updates, and um, I get to give you the exact figures at that time. Uh, We do have other countries, but I usually just do the top five or six or seven countries. Uh, we do have listenership throughout the world. So again, welcome, welcome, welcome to each and every one of you. And just so you know, all of our programs, Healing Through Hurt, Talk Radio, the Saturday Morning Motivation Show, this, our Sunday Morning Inspiration Show, all of our programs, both real and virtual, are sponsored by the Wall Foundation Incorporated, and that is a U.S. IRS-approved and recognized, tax-exempt, 501c3 nonprofit. We help people not only throughout our immediate communities, but throughout the United States and the world. We are always looking for more support, whatever that may be. We welcome that. You can check us out on our website, thewallfoundationinc.org, or my website, www.cmariawall.com. All of our websites do have contact forms there. You can always uh, contact us there or give us a call at our number, 202-618-2556. Okay, so by now, you should be in your lying or seated positions because we really do want to jump into today's program. The breathing exercises, just follow me. Eyes closed, lying or seated positions. Let's go. Eyes closed. Let's inhale. Now exhale slowly. One more time. Inhale. Now exhale slowly. Let's get that rhythm going. Inhale. Now exhale. Let go of everything that has been holding you back, harming you, hurting you, pulling you down. And the last few minutes, weeks, hours, months, days, whatever it is, let that go. This is our time. It's just a short time out of a 24-hour day that we come together on Sunday mornings to fellowship, to socialize, to converse, to have that moment to know that you are not by yourself. You are not alone in this struggle. You are not alone in any aspect of your life. We do not have to be in the same space sharing the same air to inspire, motivate, and encourage one another. That's what we do here. That's what these programs are all about. Because just as much as as many of you write to me and tell me how much I'm helping you, I want you to know that you help me equally because I am still on my journey as well. So let's walk together and make greater things happen. You're not alone. And we are continuing for this year. Last year was Know Thy Worth series. This year it's Remember Your Worth series. For 2018 it is Remember Your Worth series. And our lesson for the day is getting what you give. You know, nothing comes for nothing. Let me say that again. Nothing comes for nothing. And if you, by the way, If you hear moments of silence, prayerfully, it will not be because of technical difficulties. Those are the times that I give you to digest what I have discussed up to that moment. You can reflect upon it and see where you can apply it in your individual lives. And if you know someone who can benefit from our programs, please, please share, share away. Bring a friend. Get involved. Have people around you. You need that circle of people who are of like mind and spirit. Those people who have the same drive, the same aspirations and inspirations where you can help to propel one another to that next level. So back to our program today. Nothing comes for nothing. Prayer without being proactive is useless. I'm not... Listen, there are so many people here. Every answer is pray, pray about it, pray about it, pray about it. I'm not knocking prayer itself. Yes, pray. But you have to be proactive in your prayer. You can't sit at home and pray for that new job if you're not putting in applications. You cannot pray for that spouse to come knocking at your door. If you're not preparing yourself for that person, if you're not putting yourself out there, nobody's going to come knocking at that door. I've said this a million times. You're not going to hear that doorbell, ding, 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 or that knock on that door, tap, tap, tap. You're not going to hear that. And someone's going to say, hello, God sent me to you. Because of your prayer It does not work that way And if it does Someone has that one in the quadrillion story They are what's called an anomaly That's not going to happen to me It's not going to happen to you It's not going to happen to most of us We have to be proactive We have to put in In order for us to get something back The young man who won The lottery over the weekend Young fella great things. He's going to take care of his family and help with all types of humanitarian issues. So that's what he said at that particular point. Guess what? He would not have won the lottery if he didn't buy a ticket. Every aspect of our lives, we have to give something in hopes of getting something back. If it's not anything but the satisfaction of knowing that we gave to help someone else. Do you understand what I am saying? Is that moment of silence in between your breathing exercises? Because I just want you all to lie and sit still and be in this moment. I want you to just hear my voice. Let it guide you along the way. That's all that I ask of you today. I am... So not feeling well today, but there's nothing other than me totally being to the point of, oh, what's the word that I want to look for? Where I'm at the point of no return where I really do need to get some serious medical help that would make me not be here for you. And you all know a couple years ago back in 2013, that point had come. That was when I left this earth, but a higher being sent me back because my job here was not done and let me tell you all something which is a show for another day what i saw on the other side was a beautiful place and lo and behold that thing called that peace that surpasses all understanding i'm here to tell you today that it exists but you have to understand something that when your time comes if you're not dying empty and so many people say, What do you mean dying empty? I want to be full. But if you're full, then that means that you have not poured into others. You have not poured into the spirits, into the goals, into the souls of others who are lost in this storm. You have not shared your light with others. If you're that full of yourself when you go, then you're not empty. When I went then, I left empty. I cried because I wouldn't see my grandbabies grow up. I wouldn't be able to see this and that before I took that last breath and I fell asleep. But I tell you, every day, every time I come on here, if I were to go right here right now, I know that I have gone, guess what, pouring into each and every one of you, giving you something To move forward with And and when I go please Don't dwell on it forever and a day Leave me in peace Because my job here would have been Well done And I will be ready to lie in peace If just for a little while So you know again So many of us Prayer without being proactive is useless Waiting for something to happen without being prepared when it does is a waste of your time. Let me say that one again. Waiting without being prepared for its arrival is a waste of time. This week's inspiration comes from Proverbs twenty-four, twenty-five, And you know, there were so many that I could have used today so many. And in the end, I picked Proverbs 11, 24, 25. One gives freely, yet grows all the richer. Let me say that part again in the beginning. One gives freely, let grows all the richer. See, so many of us have been conditioned that if we're giving, 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 that's taking away from us. Some of the most successful people out here, are very successful, and their stories consist of giving. Another withholds what he should give and only suffers want. Let me say that part again. I'll say it all in in its entirety after I go through this discussion, but another withholds what he should give and only suffers want. So you see, the more that you have, the more you want, because you have to keep satisfying those urges. You have the big home. Now what? Oh, then someone comes along who wants whose home is bigger. Then you'll want a bigger home, and then you've invested all of your time into wanting something bigger, badder, and better than someone else. And before you know it, you're so far above everyone else. You're so untouchable. You're left alone and wanting more and more and more and more. Whoever brings blessing will be enriched. And one who waters will himself be watered. Whoever brings blessing will be enriched. And one who waters will himself be watered. And that doesn't mean that you have to go out and change your entire life. That does not mean that you have to go out and give up all of your wants and needs. We as human beings, whether you know it or not, We are all from the same origin. So many of you think that the color of your skin may make you better, may set you above and beyond and all of this, but guess what? Your heart beats just like mine. Turn us inside out, put us in an X-ray machine, you wouldn't be able to know who was whom. If I get a scratch, a cut, a hurt, guess what? I bleed just like you bleed. And lo and behold, when I look at my veins through my skin, My blood is blue. It looks blue until that air hits it and it becomes red just like yours. If you're hurting and all I can do is get that tissue and dry your eyes and give you a hug, then I'm pouring back into you. I'm letting you know that you're not alone. And what do I get? So many people say, what you getting out of that? I'm getting out of that the fact that I helped someone today. I helped their life be a little better. I help them to make it through those tears. I help them to turn those tears of heartache and pain into tears of passion and purpose. That means more to me. Because guess what? There have been times in this life. When people who I've done something kind to years prior have come up to me when I was at my wit's end, showed up in the nick of time, showed up in divine timing, and they poured back into my empty cup. So don't you kid yourself. Don't you kid yourself into believing that that's a moot point for you to help others. It's not about you. It never was. Each of us, when we're born into this earth, we have a specific mission. And so many of us, we choose to ignore that because we're too busy trying to get, 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 want, want, want for ourselves. Another withholds what he should give and only suffers want your name, your life. Welcome, my sister. Thank you so much for being here this week. Your name, your life writes, we help the kingdom to grow. Yes, we do. It is what we are charged to do on this earth. You don't have to be rich. You don't have to be some well-known celebrity. I'm C. Maria Wall. My name is known all over this world. I'm not some rich, outlandish celebrity, but I'm rich in so many other ways. When someone tells me that because of you I didn't slice my wrist or I didn't pull that trigger or I didn't take that poison or whatever the case may be, guess what? That's priceless to hear. And trust me, when I started on this journey, I was scared to death. I had no idea. What am I doing? I've been abused and beaten down and abandoned by family and friends and everyone else and no one to depend on. Who am I to help someone else move ahead? Lord knows I had no clue. And looking back on my life, I've been that guide for so many for a very long time. I've been that beacon for a long, long time. So Proverbs 11, 25. One gives freely, yet grows all the richer. Another withholds what he should give and only suffers want. Whoever brings blessings will be enriched. And one who waters will himself be watered. Your name, your life rights, rich in blessings by God. Yes, indeed. And the wonderful thing about what we do here, people, is that if you notice, I'm in the women's category. I talk about family, success, business, motivation, inspiration, hope, life, things of that nature. No, I'm not here to be in the pulpit to be a minister and all of that or to have those titles and things. I'm here to be me. See, Maria, I'm here to talk to you, not at you. I'm here to talk to you and walk with you. This is our journey. Your name, your life, readings, states, be the beacon, the light for God, yes. And we just talked about that, and I always talk about that. You have to be that. For those of you who have been through so much, you talk about it and you talk about it, but you're not being about it. If you know that there are others walking that path that you have come across, don't be selfish about it. Share your journey. Because so many of us, we have convinced ourselves through self-sabotage that we are the only people in the world who are going through what we are going through. No one else can understand because no one else in this entire world is going through this. But being, but doing what I have done for so many years and being in law, in the legal system, if you ever take the time just to look at some cases, just pull up some cases, read them, and then do a reference and pull up other cases and see exactly how similar – Almost identical, so many cases are. We are creatures of habit. So many of us, the watchers in this world, we know what someone's going to say and or do because we're watchers. Your name, your life, rights. For those in the darkness, share your life in the Lord. Every child of God has the same story. I always tell people this our means may be different slightly, but the end is the same. You may have been abused by one parent, some of us were abused by many. Some of us were raped. Some of us were abandoned. Some of us were lied on, lied to, lied behind, lied everything you can think of. But in the end, guess what? We're here at our healing point. We're here at that healing point trying to heal from all of our hurts. And our hope and our faith and everything that we have gone through has brought us to this very moment. Everything has brought us to this moment. Don't disregard what has happened in your lives. Don't look at all the negative things that have happened to you without finding the positive in that. For many of us, if these negative things keep happening, that's because we're not learning the lesson. Like I said, you cannot expect someone to reach out and grab you if you don't take that first step and extend your hand and let someone know that you need help. There was nothing more discouraging. I believe I shared this a few weeks ago. After my divorce and after the ordeal that I had to go through with my rapist, abusive, narcissistic, misogynistic, sociopathic ex-husband, Here come the friends and neighbors and people, oh, I thought something was wrong, but I didn't want to get involved. Same people that say, I'm going out of town, watch my house, or I'm going through something. I know that you can give me some answers and that you'll listen and this and that. And you get tired of people. As a human being, sometimes we grow weary of knowing that we stand alone. So you see, sometimes we have to be, I have to be very proactive because I know that my current circle, the closest circle for the most part, don't have my best interests at heart because they're all for themselves. They just know that when they need something, they can depend on me. I have never, ever, ever, yes, I have. Well, I've done it my entire life, known so many people who are willing to wait for someone else to fight their battles for them, for someone else to find the answers that they can seek for themselves. I've always been that someone else. I can't sit here. You sit into a group of people and everybody, I'm not doing it first. No, you do it. I'm not doing it first. I have told so many people, especially people when you have workplace situations, Fight for yourselves because when you get into those groups and you're the leader, guess what those cowardly coworkers are going to do? They're going to flip the script. They're going to run the management because they're going to want to save their worthless hide. They're going to turn against you. They're going to write notices against you and all of that. You're going to be the one who's going to be targeted and then fired, reprimanded, attacked, all of that for trying to make things right for everyone. You can only help those who are willing to help themselves and those who are willing to put as much effort into their healing as you are. These people have to give in order to get. And so many people aren't willing to give, they just want to get. Your name, your life rights. Remembering our faith is the healing of our abuses that happen to us. God is our healer. She goes on the right seek, and you will find. Ask, and it will be answered by your own connections to your faith in God. So you see. Oh, and good morning, brother Jean. I didn't see you pop in. Good morning. Thank you for being here, guest number nine. Oh, all the group is here. Welcome to everyone. And those of you over in our call query, give out of blessings that God gave you. That's right. We have to give. What does the old adage say? When much is given, much is expected. That does not mean that you're supposed to sit on it. Give me, 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 give me. We are in such a give me world. And so many people, there's a reason why so many people go out And they keep on going to the same Feel Good, Foo, Foo, Fluff, Fluff gurus every year. You see, you want to get something, so they're going to tell you all of that fluff, fluff that you want to hear, and you're going to give them your money because they always have something that they want to sell you. For me, one ninety-nine ninety-five, you too can get this step-by-step plan on how to fix your life. Let me tell you all something. There's only a few things that's one size fits all. Your faith, you have to have that no matter what. Even if you have the faith the size of a mustard seed, you have faith. You have to believe that the universe, and the great I am, has your back. You have to believe. Your name, your life says, by counting your blessings and creating gratitude in your spirit. That's another word, gratitude. So many of us, you're under the false impression that you are entitled to certain things. You're not thankful for the gifts that you receive. If you lived your life like I have with asthma, some of you, you take every breath you take for granted. For me, every breath I take that doesn't cause my lungs to burn on fire and attempt to collapse on me, it's a gift. It's not a privilege. It's a gift. Every day that we wake up, it's not a privilege. It's a gift. What was the the runner so many years ago? We're talking over 20, 30, 40 years ago. What was her name? Was it Flo Jo? Didn't she die in her sleep? She had everything to live for. They woke up in the morning. Everybody else in the house woke up, but she was sleeping peacefully at her eternal rest. So don't you think for one minute that tomorrow is promised to you. So many of us, we have to understand what, when it's time for us, uh, they talk about the infamous New Year's resolutions. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go to the gym. What? So many of you have stopped already. You have to Give something in order for you to get. If you want to lose that weight, there's no miracle pill, and even if there was, and they say that the science has made all these things that could just take this pill and you'll end up skinny. What's in that pill, and what is it doing to my natural body? I feel so much better when I'm not eating the processed foods, when I'm not doing this and that, when I'm counting my calories, when I'm eating everything that I'm supposed to All of the good foods, the fruits, the vegetables, the fibers, things of that nature. I want to keep my brain as healthy as I can. I want to keep my stress level down as much as I can. I'm giving myself the chance to do what I want to do to be healthy and happy, even if I'm walking that journey by myself. That's another issue for another day. Stop thinking that you need that warm body in your cold home to make you whole. Sometimes the journey isn't coming from having that warm body in a cold bed. The journey comes from going out there saying everything that this life that you have been gifted has to offer you. Your name, your life, writes, Believe before you ask anything will be given by your faith and in the belief in God. Is the promise to provide. Giving and receiving are to be balanced in the Holy Spirit to work in you for you. And that's exactly right. Everything is a balance. Do you know that if the earth gets off of its axis, it could send us into an ice age? It could send us into uh, uh, global warming if we get off of that axis? Do you know that if we don't do certain things, if we continue to abuse our bodies, guess what? Our body is going to give us exactly what we have been giving to it or not giving to it. Our bodies are going to start to break down on us. If we choose to stay in bad situations, guess what? Bad things are going to happen. You can't choose to stay in a bad situation and expect good things to happen every day of your life. It doesn't work that way. There's a balance. And if you continually take, 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 you keep getting, 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 and you're not giving anything back, at some point you're going to have so much junk, you're going to become a hoarder. And then what are you going to do? You still don't want to give. You still don't want to give. There was a report where a woman died in her house. They had to find her. I guess some of the stuff that she had collected fell on her, and she couldn't get out, and she died under all of that mess that she had collected that she didn't want to share. And there's so many people out there. You're still living in that, this is my personal business. This is my business. You have survived many a fire and you refuse to share your journey to help someone else make it through because, oh, my gosh, that person might come out of their fire and they might get a step or two ahead of me. No. And so many of you, you're so gullible, and you believe anything that someone tells you, you stay right here. Look, give me this and let me move forward. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to come back and help you. Because you don't want to do your own research. You don't want to move. You're afraid to put one foot in front of the other. You'd rather sit here and wait. And it's like I said before, you have to know, what are you bringing to the table? Like I said, so many of you, another year, and the same exact people that I have been speaking about on this program since day one are still single and still searching and still waiting for God to send them that person. Yeah, this is that quiet time because I want you to understand something. You need to really think about what's being discussed to say your name, your life, giving and receiving are to be in balance with the Holy Spirit. I read that, I believe, already to work in you for you. We are worthy of God's blessings and love. He creates all for love. We are Created in an image and likeness of the spirit of God God knows every hair on your head Yes, indeed He knows you before you were born He knows your needs and wants And before your life came on, I told you all I said, when we take our breath into this world and before then You see, the universe and the great I am knows They know our map They know our journey but in the same breath, guess what? God gifted us with something called free will. And in many cases, good common sense, many cases, not, maybe not all, but many. And so many of us were so busy trying to figure out why this person looks like they're so successful and they have everything they want and why you do not, that you're not spending more time figuring out what you need to do to get what you want to get to where you want to be. You're so busy looking to the left, looking to the right, looking above you, looking behind you. You're so busy looking everywhere, but where you want to, you need to be looking, which is what is right in front of you and ahead of you. You are so busy, worried about this person and that person and what they have and what they need. You're not on your own journey and you're missing out. You are missing out. You're not living You're not living up to the expectations and the standards that were set for you before you were born. You are willing to sit. As I said in the beginning, no man, no woman is going to come knocking at your door. Hi, you've been praying a long time, doing nothing but praying, and I'm the answer to all of your prayers. Just here, bing, 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 bing. Let me tell you something. Too many of us, we're sitting around waiting for that free miracle to happen. God needs you to be proactive. He needs you to put something in in order for you to get something out. You want this six-figure plus man to bring you caviar. When you don't cook, you don't clean. You can't even do much of anything. You don't even know how to open the hood to your car. Do you even? You might only pump your own gas because you have to nowadays because the tenders are far and few apart. And that's probably killing you to have to do that. It probably takes you forever to pump your own gas. But you're waiting for God to send you this person. Same same people, not one of the same people in my circle who have been complaining since this show started almost eight years ago has gotten married yet. And guess what? They're still going to church on Sundays, and they're still praying for that man to come knocking at that door, and they haven't changed one bit to work towards it. They have not invested in themselves. How are you going to be 40, 50 years old and you can't even cook? You can't even cook a pan on a stove that's turned off with nothing in it. You can't even cook that. And there's nothing to that. You don't clean. You got to hire cleaning services because you don't clean. You're running, 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 going to all the wrong places, spending. It. God didn't tell you to sit up in His house all day and not live. He didn't tell you that. God did not tell you to keep praying to Him, asking Him to solve every and anything. He will, but He needs you to get involved too. The bottom line is that if I know that I'm sick and I might, and I need surgery or something. If I don't go to the hospital and let that doctor take out that bad part or fix whatever's going on inside my body, guess what? Ten to one, I'm not going to make it. I can pray all day long. I'm not going to make it if I don't seek what needs to be sought in order for me to get the attention that I need. Your name, your life right? God is how. I believe your name is coming on there. Prepare, be ready. Waiting is not the way of the truth of the Lord. He is the way of life also. Let's see if this is my good friend. Coming on five three three oh. Let's see. Good morning.
3: Good morning, uh, Miss C. Marie. Uh, Yeah, I had a little bit of things going on there in the chat. Thank you very much for your appreciation. Uh, That waiting thing, I have talked to people about that, and that repetitive prayer, it says in the Word, do not be like those that stand in the street and repeat and repeat and repeat the same prayer. Do not they think that God does not hear them? Why did we repeat? Did he not know you beforehand? And you are to ask, but ask believing that it has been answered unto you. That's just a short thing from that little scripture, okay?
2: That's right. That's yeah. right.
3: And I tell and people, I said, okay, when they come, I say, have you prayed? Oh, yes, I have been praying for years, like you said, period, where for mm-hmm. years I've been waiting. I said, what are you waiting for? Do you not know that God has already answered your prayer It may have not been their answer that they wanted, you see. You see. And that seems to be their little problem as humans. I don't want that car. I want a bigger car, like you were saying a little while ago. Mm -hmm. You know, they are so selfish in their prayers. Look at that. Yes, selfish prayer. It's selfish prayer. God answers all prayer, even, even selfish prayer. But God says... Uh, you really don't want that big Cadillac. You got to pay more for it in the upkeep. And, and you, do, you, I'm not going to give you that. God's a good parent. Uh huh.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Remember how our parents were about that decision?
0: Yep. What
3: they gave to us. You know. Okay. You, you really don't need that. They say. Oh no, no, no. I need that for my ego to impress everybody. Well, I'm not going to give it to you. You need to learn a lesson here. And God is doing that to you, too. God's not going yes. to hand you something that's going to put you in jeopardy. Ms. Marie, I have an example of this right now with a good friend, okay? Can I share it with you? Sure. She's a wonderful, loyal, beautiful person. And her, her cousin died and gave her two million million two two weeks ago. She called me in fear, in fear. That's right. Because now she says, oh, my God, don't tell anybody where I live. She went on and on. I need to get a security system. It goes on and on, people. When you are put in a position of something that you are not supposed to have or not to deal with, then you are in a position to make a good choice. Like you were saying, we have free will, yes. And I told her, I said, now relax, you have the money. Now, you must not go to fear. God has blessed you somehow, some way, you see. And sometimes the blessings are very big and sometimes they're very small. But don't run to fear that God has given you something that you prayed for. That's another little problem people have. Some people, Isn't it odd what you're saying here today that people are, you know, what are you praying for? Do you really want what you're praying for? Do you need it? I mean, it's it's like big things in our brain right now you brought out. And I appreciate you coming and talking about this. You go ahead, honey.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much, sis. And again... And I want people to understand something. Even when we're talking like we're doing right here, right now, this is, again, this is from real people. This is our lives that we're sharing to let you know that, yeah, we go through it, we see it, we hear it, we know it. But again, one thing that you touched on, you know, so many people, well, I got me a brand new pre-owned uh, Lexa Boop Boop car. It only costs me $800 a month. Well, what's in it? Well, you know, I couldn't afford everything, but I've got this Lexa Boop Boop car, and um, okay, so you did that to show off, well, here's my little car, it's brand new. And it's fully loaded, and I don't pay half that much for it. And guess what? When I get in and turn on the engine, it's going to take me to the same destination. Your overpriced, pre-owned lala boop car is going to take you because once again, we want what we want, not what we need. And somehow so many people think that we're in a position to negotiate with God like that, and um yeah, no. It doesn't quite work that way. So while we're sitting here broke, some people are sitting here broke because they've run around trying to impress man. And others are sitting around thinking, well, they have this and they have that, and I want this and I want that, and blah, blah, blah. Oh, goodness mercy me, oh, my. This is a good topic for today. So you want something, you're willing to take your last dime to get something. You're not willing, you didn't work for it. Some people didn't work for it. Yeah, this is my quiet time, people, because I'm going somewhere with this. Let me go over here for a second because I see a lot of writing going on in the chat room. Jean writes, my godmother always says, You have to pray for what you want. She told me years ago to write down what you pray for and place it in the Bible. Prayers may not come instantly, but they come just in time. It's in his time, not ours. Exactly. Also, be careful what you pray for. I prayed hard to get the job at the post office, but I hated the post office job. Not even a year into employment, money is not everything, and definitely can't buy happiness. And to add to that, I, you know, we we came down that had come down that same road. I left Social Security, and my salary doubled when I went to the P.O. It doubled. But I jumped out of the frying pan into the fire. The PO is not a great place for most people, not most good people anyway. And there's some good people there, but that's, again, a show for another day. But because this is part of our lives, we have the right to tell it. So you're absolutely right, Brother Gene. You are absolutely right. Because sometimes we have to be – and then let's talk about this and take that praying. Pray be careful what you're praying for. Because I've shared this on the program, too. Since where some people listen to what other people say things about you, and then they start, I'm going to pray for that person. And they're praying, what they think, when they think that they're praying for you, they're praying against you. Based on what somebody said, and th- life has become such a competition here. I My car has to be better than yours, and I'm not knocking, I've had pre-owned cars for years and love them. But you're going to get a pre-owned car because it's an ultra full foo flu car, you know, with a big name and a bigger emblem on the front just to outdo someone else. And then when it breaks down, you don't have the new car warranties. You don't have this. You have to take all that into consideration when you want that bigger house to outdo somebody else. Be careful what you invest in. Be careful what you're putting out for. And then some of you, you're just not prepared for what it is that might be coming your way. I'm going to pray for this. I'm going to pray for this. I always told people, Eugene spoke about putting your prayer in the Bible. I say get some envelopes. Put one year on it, two years on it, three years on it. Put everything that you want in those envelopes. And on the anniversary of when you sealed that envelope, open it. See where you are. See what you've done to work towards it. See where you are. Pray for that new job. Pray for a new job. Maybe the job, maybe our problem was that we prayed for that particular job. Oh, I want to go here because you heard about it. You go to the PO, you make all this money. It's great money. It's great this, it's great that. So you prayed for that particular job, but not for a job. And then when you get what you want, you find out that that's not what you should have had in the first place. Oh, God is going to give you what you ask for. So we have to be very careful in what we are praying for and how we are saying and wording what it is that we are asking for. But again, we have to give. In order to get Eugene and I, we left that place a long time ago And we have risen to brand new heights Because of that But if you choose to stay where you are In that stagnant water, guess what? Nothing gonna change, ain't nothing gonna change Might get worse Gene writes, oh I don't let everyone pray for me Some people just give off a negative energy Wait a minute, it's jumping now. A negative energy in church. I would not want them to pray anything for me. The post office is a great paying job for the minimally educated high school diploma. It is a dead end for those who aspire more and have degrees. And they tried that program too. And So many people, don't get me wrong, thank you so much for your service to the male people out there who do their job and do it well. But let me tell you something. There's a lot of stories, and there's a reason why that organization stays on the news. There's a reason why. And trust me, they've done well at keeping a lot of their dirt secret, but it will come to light at some point in time. It's just the beginning. But, yes, for those of you who are giving your all, hey, you giving your all. Thank you so much for what you do. And I'm thanking you because I was there too. I did everything from line employee, clerk. I sold the stamps. I was a letter carrier for most of my time, and I was also in supervision. So I've seen every aspect, and I know what you go through on a daily basis. So for you, I say thank you because those people are giving their all. So many of them, when they look like they're stressed out, they probably are. So, again, look at your surroundings, people. Know where you can help. Know where you can give back. Know where you can make that person's day. It was nothing better than when I used to be a letter carrier. It was so funny. It could be 200 degrees outside. You had some people, some of the elderly people I would deliver to, they'd offer me coffee every day. It was already 200 degrees. Couldn't get nothing cold to drink. And the people, you know, science says that you need something hot because it makes your skin wet and it cools you off and all of this. Never worked that way for me, but okay. But the bottom line is that every day, it was okay for me to spend those extra moments to talk to those elderly people because guess what? I was the only person that they interacted with all day. And to this day, I remember those stories, and I've been gone from that place a long time.
3: (laughs) Marie, can I say something?
2: Uh Uh-huh.
3: Yeah. It's it. This is so real what you're doing. It's so real. I just gotta say, you know, you say that we're this is real people. This is not something that's not happening. But many people right. don't talk about what's real. You know, they mm-hmm. they they get into this fantasy land, imagination and all this kind of stuff, and people lead them down there, and they go ahead and follow these people that are. Well, they just don't live in a real world, uh, and I, I don't understand right. these people sometimes, and I know you run into them, and I do too, you know. But it just kept crossing my mind every time you're talking. When someone asked me, and I have been asked, and I know you have, someone asked me to pray for them, okay? This is a real thing. I know you've had people ask you, pray for me. Do you know the first thing I say? How? How do you want me to pray for you? I actually will ask them that. Have you ever done that? How do you want mm-hmm. me to pray? Yeah, and that that's okay. Some people say, oh, I'm going to pray for you. And I say, okay, well, what are you going to pray? What Would you tell me what you're praying for me? I even ask them. So it, it's kind of like you've got to have, and we bring it up, communication when it comes to prayer. That is communication, prayer. It is, right. people. Prayer is a communication. And who are you communicating to? God, hopefully. Some people pray in vain. That's called praying in vain. They're not praying to God. Who are they praying to? Or what? Are, why are they praying? You, you see that, that that the whole thing is, uh, you know, kind of like wishy washy, isn't it? Kind of like, um,
0: mm-hmm.
3: like this, like the guy in the chat room was saying that. Be careful what you pray for. Some those prayers are pra- prayers in vain. You know, they're just kind of going out or coming in. So you don't know exactly how to have a prayer life. And I believe it mentions go into your closet. (laughs) Now, a lot of people uh, say, go into my closet, Brenda. I said, yeah, prayer is private, you see. It's private between you and God or the higher source or something, you know. But many people do not think about prayer the way they're supposed to think about prayer. Am I on to something here? You you tell me your thoughts yes. on that.
2: Yes. Yes, because let me say this, because like I said, as Eugene was talking about, some people, you don't want them to pray for you because and the people are quick to say, yeah, I'll pray for you. Some people may want that prayer where I'm going to kill my spouse tonight and I want to get away with it. Could you pray for me? I sure am. Give this person everything that they want to be successful. Hallelujah. And it's like, wait, you just prayed for them to get away with murder. Because it's like, what? What exactly is it that you need me to pray for you for? Could you be more specific? Just pray for my success and this uh, task that I'm about to undertake. What task might that be? Uh, I don't want to get into it. Then I don't want to pray for you. I don't know what I'm praying for you for. You know, uh, uh, what? Or what? She did what? Let me pray. And Jean knows my story, and some of you have followed my story. You know, you've been, I've been abused my entire life. My abuser tells people all these things that I'm doing. They say, I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray for you. I don't need you to pray for me. I'm not the one that needs your prayers. I need you to mind your business is what I need. So, you know, again, this is the things that we need to understand, people. Don't have everyone praying for you to give you what it is that you need. Because some people have underlying things anyway. Some people might not even like you. And while you're telling them your plight and you're waiting for them to pray for you, they're going to pray against you. And you could have your ancestors and the prayers of the saints and everybody, and that person is praying against you. And that's still going to cause you to have some pitfalls and roadblocks that you don't need in your life, because guess what? I'm going to tell you all straight up, don't think that it's all blue skies and puppy dogs and picket fences. Let me tell you something, because some people will pray against you, and they will put that roadblock in your life, and it will hold you back from moving along in your journey until you can clear that obstruction.
3: Okay, here's Eugene what he in chat room. Go ahead. Okay. Go
2: ahead, go ahead. You can say it if you okay, want.
3: Okay, it says ju- it says just because someone smiles and says I'll pray for you, behind that smile they're really intending to pray for your doom. Isn't that interesting? He just he just brought <laughs> that forward. That that possibly what they're praying is not correct, and it's going out there and other people. You know, one other thing here says be your own prayer war- warrior. I want to talk about prayer warriors. I really do. Because I was a prayer mm-hmm. warrior. I work for the 700 Club for Operation Blessing. You've heard of that. Mm-hmm. okay? hmm We went through training. We had a book, okay? A training book, How to Be a Prayer Warrior. Okay? It was a really interesting book that I had. It says, You don't need anyone to be a liaison to God. You have a direct line to Him. I like that. I like that. You see? Mm-hmm. When we, when we give up any of our power and connection to God, that's what we're doing. We're giving our power away, okay? And what we do need is one thing, just one thing, and I tell people all the time. I say, how are you praying? What are you praying for? Why are you praying? I go through all that, and I will agree with you. You need agreement. You need agreement. You need confirmation. You need validation. Every human needs it. This means that if I agree with you, you you brought up the thing free will. You brought it up. I give people free will all the time. You make your own choices. It's between you and God or you and your higher source or whatever you think you're praying to because God, Right. I'm going to tell you right now, God knows people pray to everything, trees. I'm serious, people. Mm-hmm. There's people out there praying to statues. We still have idols on this planet. Let's bring it out. Yep. Buddha, or whoever they're going to pray to, they're going to pray to that thing, and they think that that thing is their God, okay? We've always had what we call gods all over the planet. Now, some people are making them gods just like they did back in Egypt, you know, there's the people out there that think that they answer everybody's prayer, but right. you do. You out there, you have a direct line to God. And when I was working with Operation Blessing for the Seven Hundred Club, we were in groups, and the prayers would come in. You know, people. You know, you know the day Prayer Day and all that, where people write things on people pieces of paper for people to pray. You know what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. And we would get the prayer, and it would be for all that stuff, you know, just stuff. It wasn't anything. Every now and then we'd get somebody who really needed the healing, you see. But we went ahead and prayed for everybody, you know, because that was the way that went. And it was very interesting to me because I always had a question behind what they put on that piece of paper, and I'd go to the boss, you know, the guy over there, and I'd say, well, well, okay, I really need to talk to this person about what they wrote down here. Oh, no, just pray for them. So prayer has to be a communication. has to be serious, and it has to be a reason for prayer. And like you said, be careful what you pray for. But I will agree with somebody's prayer who has thought it out, you know, and asked me to agree with them. You know, to guide them in in a good choice sometimes if they need that. But I'm just not going to pray haphazard. I know that's a strange word. Just throw it out. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. You go ahead. You go ahead. Exactly.
2: And the thing is that so many people don't understand. Like I said, if I if you ask me to pray for you, and then I say, what exactly in specific am I praying for? And then you start to choke and gasp, and you can't give me a straight, clear, and concise answer. That's telling me that you want me to pray for you to have um, uncertainty. Because if you're not certain enough to be able to tell me in specific what it is I'm praying for you for, that means so you want me to pray for you to have uneasiness and uncertainty in your life. Or like I said, we don't know these people. Just pray. Just pray for my success. In what? if you're about to break the law or hurt someone or harm somebody, why am I praying for you? I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not understanding how so many people are missing these small, simple things and what we're talking about here today to all of you in the chat room and, and my, my new co-host there, Brenda, and all of this. I want you all to know this. We are not here talking to you because we are the sleepers. We are the enlightened and the awakened. We are the people who have come down these rough sides, and we have been awakened. The universe has sent us the enlightenment that we need to help put you on the right path. If you want to hear what you want to hear and all that feel-good, foo floo foo all that stuff, this is not the show for you. And, you know, not too many people will tell you, I don't want you to listen to my program. I don't want you to support it. I don't need you to do this. Only the people who are really walking in their purpose and their power and know what they're doing can tell you, I don't need you here. Because most people, they're the feel-good, foo-foo-fluff-fluff gurus, and they want your money. They want your time. They want so they can say, look, I got my 10,000th person. (laughs) Ha-ha. 10,000 person for what? That person don't even know who you are, and they can't even tell you what you just discussed with them. They are here for the hype. They are here for the hollering and the hooping and the amen and clapping and the laughing and the this and that. Can't tell you one thing that you discussed 15 minutes after the program is over because they come here for all the wrong reasons. They're giving you their money. You're giving them your money and they're giving you the feel-good foo-foo. So we have to understand what we are investing in. If you invest in junk stock, guess what? You're going to get little to no profits out of that. We have to know what we are investing in. We have to know what we are giving in order for us to know what we are to expect to get back. But if we are sitting here being the puppets and the sheeple of the world, We are bound to stay out here wandering the wilderness in darkness all by ourselves, trying to figure out what it is that we're doing. Y'all still with
3: me? I'm with you, and I'm going to tell you something right now. Everybody says uh, we're in an awakening. Well, I don't know about you, but I was awake when I first hit the earth, and I think you were, too. People have to recognize the fact that God gives you everything in your life. He's the mm-hmm. provider. And a provider, what does that mean to anybody? You know, um we, we always say, well, you know, I'm gonna marry a man going into relationships. I wanna marry a man that's gonna take care of me. Really? Is that is that what you want a man for? A man slave? I wanna marry a woman that takes care of me. When I hear that, my my blood curdles. Okay, this is not the point of any kind of relationship. When we're talking about direct contact with God, what's it called? A relationship. A direct contact with your spouse. A relationship. Nobody between you and God. Nobody between you and your lover. Your spouse person you marry there should be nothing there in between it's a walking together as one the only way you're going to have a good relationship a perfect relationship is to get rid of the middle person the middle interference what is your interference is it somebody who's working it in the middle i mean like an outside person telling you how to deal with your husband or deal with your wife i hear this on Block talk all the time Let me tell you how to deal with him. Let me tell you how to deal with her. Mm -hmm. Oh, come on, people. Do you need somebody to deal your cards at the table? Sit down at the table. You're holding a full deck. Go ahead, Marie.
2: I'm telling you now. Sit down. And what I say, know what you bring into the table. Because if you need someone to spoon feed you at your own table, there's a problem. There is a problem, I'm going to tell you all here now, and like you said, when you're enlightened, so many of us, we were children and we knew that we stood out and we were different, but we didn't know why. Because we were children, and we weren't at that level of maturity where we understood what was going on, but as we grew older, we knew that we still didn't quite fit in with the status quo. And the bottom line is that so many of you are living in the world of used car salesmen and misfit toys that you think that it's normal to be there. And I'm going to tell you on so many people like, wait, what she just said? Used car salesmen and misfit toys. You look at all the old time shows, the used car salesman in that plaid suit with the bad raggedy leather shoes on, brown leather shoes and the suit that don't fit and the whole nine yards selling you a bill of goods to get you to buy that used car and the misfit toys. They're the people out there that that you can't tell them that they're not the best things in sliced bread and air, but they just don't fit in anywhere, but they want to. And those are the people, those are the people that are miserable. They're the ones that don't want you to get ahead. They're the crabs in the barrel, people. You have to know what you are getting involved with. You have to know what you are pouring into. You have to know what you're receiving. So many of you are receiving that bill of goods. So many of you walk away with something that you really didn't need or want. But you have been convinced that that sets you aside and above and beyond everybody else because you're not willing to put what it takes into putting out what you really want or do you deserve to get back. You take the low road. You know, that song, I heard it the other day. I was on some television station, and what came on but Rawhide, and that my one of my favorite, rolling, rolling, rolling. You know, the song came on, and I said, mm-hmm. But you know me, I'll change the words around in a minute. And because of everything that I've seen all week, rolling, 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 you get that BS going, you know, you'll buy into anything, Come on now, people. You all have to hear what we're saying. We are something different. Like, like you said, so many of you all, you go listen to a million shows. And what did I say last week? I said, let me tell you something. All these people that want to be on your program, first thing that people do is send you a script. These are questions you can ask, and I send it right back to them and say, I don't do these. Every show this person has been on has done this very thing with these very questions. And see, and I can do this because guess what? Not everybody can come on here and just do a show and ad-lib without having a script in front of them. Not everybody can do that. So I know that in itself sets us above and beyond everybody else. Because the bottom people can try, and it's going to be a disaster, because so many of us have been controlled, and the mechanics of our thinking has led us to believe that we can't do anything as free thinkers. We must do everything according to what someone else has set up for us to follow. That's what sets us aside from everybody, people. That's why we're heard all over the world. That's why every single week another country is coming on board that may not have been on board before. I only give you all a small segment, but let me tell you, we're heard everywhere. Russia, hello. We're heard everywhere that allows these types of shows to play in their countries. Trust me, we are everywhere, and there is always someone from someplace else in this world who will write in and tell It's because of you. You are the only people that make me feel like what you're saying is the truth and that it's real. Because it is. Because it is. And they are loving this. They are loving the fact that we can sit here and be honest and respectful of each other. Even if there comes a time when we totally disagree, we can still agree to disagree and keep it moving. And so many people need to know that in this life. And they don't do that. So, so many people just sit back and they become complacent and they fall in line. And that's the problem. When we start to fall in line, we just accept whatever. We don't want to move forward. We don't feel as though we are deserving of moving forward and getting everything that someone else has. That's the problem in this world nowadays. We have been divided into the haves and the have-nots and how dare a have-not even think about attempting to become a have because the haves were given what they have in most cases. They didn't work for it. They were given to it either by um, inheritance or by going out, buying a ticket, getting it, whatever the case may be. And they don't want anyone to get close to what they have. Heaven forbid, whether it's your place of work, Now, we do a lot of shows and movies and things that come on where people, they get into the big wars over Christmas decorations or holiday decorations. They're funny to laugh at, but people live this for real. How dare you have one more light bulb on your house than I have on mine? And so many people sitting here starving, they don't even have food for the table, and they're looking at pretty lights while these fools are busy running around having a war with one another because we don't care about giving back to anybody else. And in turn, oh, good! You have one more light bulb that put your electric bill over the edge. You'll spend the next four months on a payment plan to pay back for because you had the best electric show. Woohoo! Good job. While your neighbor has no food on the table and they're starving in their own home, so Ms. we Marie, have to start to
3: prioritize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ms. Marie, we've been hypnotized by the media. We've been programmed. We all know that. Yes. But I, I just want to remind everybody, why Marie has said everything she said? Have you have you had that answered in your mind? Have you had it answered in your spirit? Let's put it that way. Why has she said this in such a strong manner? Has it touched you? Have you given it some thought? That's You see... When you hear people talking, you get something out of it that you need. Okay? Right. So you're gonna to listen to Marie, you're gonna to listen to me, you're gonna to listen to people in chat rooms. But the purpose there's a purpose and a reason behind everything. 'Cause see God is behind He's behind the curtain, honey. He's running the show right now. Oh, you didn't think of that, did you? You see. When she's talking about there's no script, I never use a script. 45 years on the airways. How long have you been on the airways, Miss Marie?
2: Almost eight years for me.
3: Well, on the airways been out... doing blog talk.
2: But I've been yeah, in media been. a
3: lot longer because I've tell you television. Have. Bring it on, girl. The whole nine yards. So. Ever since you <laughs> hit the planet with those two feet, you've been That's walking right. the walk and talking the talk. Right, people? That's right. Isn't that what it's about? If you walk the walk, you better talk the talk. Because, see, you're following something that is so good because you already know the end and you already knew your beginning. I want you to look at the big picture, people, because I want you to remember something. Everything we have said is the truth. Now, Mm -hmm. it may not be your truth because the planet here says everybody's got their own truth. Well, that may be true, but what true is your truth? You choose it. Where'd you get it from? You, you know, you you chose your truth. You had free will, and if your truth is you're right. poor, you poor. You gonna take that truth, or are you gonna take a truth that that you gonna listen to? I heard heard some shows this morning on television. They said, "Give us your money, and we'll make you rich." Give who? Give what? My money? And you're going to make me rich? Uh, wait a second here. I don't need a middleman. Come on, bring That's it on. That's right. I don't That's need a right. middleman to take my money and do something for me. I'll be glad to handle my own money. That's what a good steward is, people. Oh, yeah, they mentioned mm-hmm. stewardship. But then they say, give us your money to support us. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Back up, Jack. Back up, Jack. This ten percent tithing thing has been brought up. It's been brought up over and over again. I've even talked about it on my show. That was in the Jewish time. That's the only scripture you can find that you brought tithing to the storehouse to support the government. It was a tax that the church had to pay. Now, 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 right now, let's look at the churches. Do they pay taxes? Are they are, are they exempt of taxes to the government, Marie?
2: That you're about to go there. Tell, break it down, sis. Break I'm it just down. I'm, up it. I'm just saying
3: that. that the tithe is 10% that was given in the Jewish community to pay the government for not bothering the churches. Leave them alone. They paid a tax, and then the tax became exempt, which means that they don't pay tax to the government anymore. So, where is the money, the tide, going in the storehouse? Most cases, it's paid to take care of a building. Uh uh-huh. or it's to take care of the paying the preacher and 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 all that. And by the by the by the time all that's paid, people, how much is given to the community? Have you ever checked? Uh uh-huh. Why are the churches dying? Because the churches are following the world, and the world's in the church, and we all know it now. I mean, if you don't know, if you're not aware of where your money goes, then who are you given to? Be aware of where your money is going. You can give. I mean, if a charity comes to me and says, uh, let's say Red Cross, I know they have a good background. I'm going to search them out. I'm going to see where their money goes and who get what gets paid. And I know who gets paid because my mama used to work for the Red Cross. I have an inside thing. And I'm constantly mm-hmm. checking out where I give my money because I want my money to be blessed money. I want it to be a blessing. Do you want your money to be a blessing or a curse? Somehow or another, a blessing can turn to a curse really fast. Go ahead, Marie. Yes, I can. Yes, I can, and I'm going to tell you all right. And over here in the chat room,
2: Gene says that's correct. It's called Walk the Talk. He also goes on to say it's easy for people to say what should be done, but they never follow through with the action. They refuse to walk in the talk. That sounds good coming from their lips. And then he writes truth the church has become more of a business and not the place of worship and fellowship. That it once was, and I'll tell you all this And I've been saying this for a while I said, let me tell you something There are more churches that are run like corporations than a little bit You talk about tithing And then when I see the money going The preacher living in a million dollar house Driving a Bentley But the church roof is falling apart I got a problem with that And they say, we almost there with our goal To uh, get the church roof fixed We need another X amount But wait, we keep paying your mortgage for your million dollar home I'll tell you, some of my friends, they moved away, but they were Jehovah's Witnesses, and they were doing their little whatever they call it when they walk around. They went to a house on the other side of our little little forest section we have here, whatever you want to call it. And there was a minister's home, and he invited them in, and he had all of these fancy vases and stuff in his little million-dollar house, and he said, look at this. He said, look at this. The church bought me this. He said, look at this. Church bought me this, too. Because you know what? As long as I tell them what they want to hear, they're going to keep me in all of this. Why would I want to listen to you all when my people keep me living like a king? She came back and told me. Now, I'm not a Jehovah's Witness. We were good friends. We were neighbors. We were respectful of one another. And she said, we were like, say what? They were in total shock and awe over what this man said. I believe a few weeks ago I shared, we're a minister right here. A neighbor said, well, we went to church. The pastor said, well, if you sell me this car, a deal, well, you know, all the other pastors are going to come in because they're going to want to get a better car than this one. So you're going to make all this money. And I'm like, and you thought that was funny, and you said that the congregation was laughing. Are they there for God, or are they there for this person? I'm a bit confused, and I remember that story to this day because I didn't find it funny at all. And I'm not. we are by no means saying that every single church out here is corrupt and bad. We are not saying that because a lot of you have that thing called selective listening where you will hear what you want to hear. So let me say that disclaimer again. We're not talking about 100% every single church out here. But the ones that we are talking about, we are talking about. And there are a lot of them out there, okay? I need you all to understand this. We are not talking about 100% of the churches out here, but a vast majority of them have become businesses, and they're here to keep their leadership, their pastoral leadership, and big homes and fancy cars and vacations. They are not here to help the people. And if you have a minister telling you that In order for him to be successful, you need to take your retirement check and your assistance, whatever you're on, your minimum wage check, and give him money to help him buy a new jet because him flying to a country on a pilgrimage on commercial flights just won't cut it. There's a problem. When you have, as my sister said, people tell you, give us your money and we in turn will help make you rich. How does that work? You're going to have to delve a little deeper than you just telling me to give you money. You have to delve a little deeper than you trying to align with me and I don't understand how this is supposed to work and where I'm getting something out of this other than you tapping into me. But I'm sorry, you're trying to poke holes in my cup so that my, whatever I have in my cup can spill into your vessel or whatever, but I'm not understanding how water flows uphill. So the bottom line is simple. I need to understand something here. and You all need to understand what you're getting into because guess what? The minute that you stand up and you start questioning these people, Oh, attitude is going to come out and you're going to be escorted out. How dare you come in here and start to poison the minds of everybody around you with the truth and enlightenment? How dare you? Trust me, if you can't get a clear and concise answer, if there's not a rolling record where you can see where your money is being invested and what it's going towards and they're still telling you about the parking lot needs to be fixed, the roof needs to be fixed, the furnace needs to be fixed, the plumbing needs to be fixed, but you all just approved giving the pastor a raise so he can live in his uh, new house and buy his jet and his fancy car, there's a problem. And I'm gonna leave it at that and turn it back over to you all in the chat room and you my sister because yeah, I yeah. I'ma keep that part real. I don't care like doesn't like sounds it sounds
3: like she's getting a little riled in the spirit here, people. Yeah she is. <laughs> Amen. Because because when you go into that deep part of the spirit, you're gonna get the deep truth. And the truth does hurt. I've heard that before. It's hurt quite a lot of people. But did you get over it? Because these hurting and her story today is all about that hurt and the wounds and how to heal from that and how to give out of a healthy spirit. I mean, the spirit has got to heal sometime. Once you've got the truth, honey, you never go back. You're going to start questioning now. Oh, yeah. She went that deep, people. I felt it in my own spirit. I walked into so many churches. Cool. I can't tell you how many churches I walked into. We have one here on the corner. Here it's a Lutheran church, and she's right. We're not talking a hundred percent. We're talking about there is corruption everywhere, but not corruption. Maybe in your church, corruption can be caused by the people and the, the humans in the church that are selfish that that want from you things and want to lie to you. There's that's the corruption we know we've observed corruption in our government it's not everybody in the government it's just certain people humans that are out for themselves right yeah that's out for themselves yeah and 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 this this world is all about that isn't it you know you might be one of those people yes. that's out for themselves yeah you yeah, I know and I, I maybe at some time in my life hey i'm not perfect i'm a work in progress just like marie we we've been through this <laughs> or we wouldn't be able to tell you <laughs> everything we've yes. experienced, the abuses and the hurt and the pain. Oh, yes, I've given money to people, homeless people on the street. She has to. We've helped people. And the thing about it is when we helped them, did we ask them questions about their life? Or did we just throw money up in the air? Oh, no, oh, no, no, no. A homeless person approaches me. They always approach me. i am just got one of those kind of looks. Even though I look very poor, I'm on Social Security. <laughs> and they'll look at me, and they'll say to me, you got any change? I said, honey, I get a check from Social Security. I'd love to give you change, but I don't have any money on me. And I said, by the way, what do you need it for? Well, I need some beer or some wine. I said, really? You, you do, honestly? I said, well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Since you told me why you needed the money, I'm going to go back in the house, and I'm going to come out here, and I'm going to buy you a beer. Oh, yeah, I've done that. Oh, yeah. I've done it. And and, and and I said, you know, well, yeah, what kind of beer you want here, honey? Come on, I'll take you to the store. And they said, "No, no, I really don't want a beer. I said, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. This has happened on occasion with me occasion mm-hmm. with me I really don't want what I'm asking for I said well wait a minute I'm on social security I got to figure out where my money's going I want to see you drink that beer all the way down it surprises <laughs> me sometimes it surprises me sometimes it's so many different things that the owner down here at our little convenience store says who are you helping today To bring them in here you know because I help him you see <laughs> I help mm-hmm. him to make money in his store, and the thing about it is that I know what I'm doing, and he knows too, because I get in there and I say, "Do you do, do, do you love God?" He'll say, "They'll say God." I said, "Well, that money came from God, yeah, directly from God." You know, I put into Social Security. I'm not one of these people that uh, I don't feel guilty about getting my Social Security. I don't feel guilty because I work for it. I don't know, maybe there's a lot of people who have a lot of guilt about where their money comes from. I know where my money comes from, and I know it came directly from God, because every day I worked, I said, thank you, God, for this job. Thank you for this paycheck. It's blessed money. Do you have money yes. like that? Do you have? Everybody does. Yes. Marie has some. Thank you for blessing me with this radio show, For for blessing me to have that $39 a month that I'm on Social Security, people. And I know Marie, too. She's not on a big bankroll. She's not on a big bankroll. She's got nobody backing her. Nobody's throwing money at her. Bill Yates hasn't called you yet, has he? Has he? Melinda, anybody? No, you know,
0: I'm
3: waiting. You're waiting. You're waiting. you be waiting. you be waiting. I'm waiting for that call, too. The man on a charging white horse is going to show up and whisk me away and take care of me with billions of dollars and jewels and furs. But people that I've run into, they say, "You're just not that kind of girl, are you?" I said, "No, I'm not." How'd you get that way, people? How did you get so non-material? You got no clutter in your small apartment. Wait, 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 wait. Kind of explain it to me, Brenda. You're a celebrity. You, you, you. We get that one, Marie. You're a celebrity.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, the funny part is you brought that up, and even on um on social media, on Facebook, well, I had set up, you know, my personal, you know, my professional page and blah, 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 blah. Well, what did they make me? Well, they changed it. They sent me a notice and said, well, we've decided based on blah, 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 and this and that, you're now a public figure. If you want to go back to your old category, feel free. But they decided that I was actually a public figure. So if you look at my professional page, I'm under public figure because that's what society and social media said that I'm supposed to be. So don't people, I'm telling you, you never know who's watching you. You never know who's listening. And don't get me wrong. We have had some wonderful people support our programs in the past, and we still do. And I never know who's going to contact me next. Because people are out there and they're watching, but not everything is for everyone and not every person is right for what we are doing here. That doesn't mean that I may not do some things with them on other platforms, but it's not right for us to be presenting certain people and what they're about on here. So I need you all to understand that quickly in the chat room. Eugene goes on to write, the hardest thing for people to do is question their belief. I have a friend from the P.O., LOL, who, who refuses to change the way she thinks because her pastor from way back when she was a little girl said this or said that, and she hasn't been to church since she was a little girl. She's holding on to the lessons her pastor told her without question. She's over 60 now. So we're talking about lessons from way back, and you know the lessons that were back there when we were sixty when we were in our uh, when we were children and now we're in our sixties or seventies um yeah, some of those things have been upgraded and updated over the years, but again, this comes with us putting our faith in what that human being that's in that pulpit. That's practices script all week before he presented it to the people and we have forgotten that we have our own direct line to God That's where the problem comes in to the universe, whatever you all want to call it I'm not knocking whatever you call your deity The bottom line is that if you're a good person and you're praying to that tree, maybe God came to you in the form of that tree But the bottom line is simple is that if that's what makes you become a good person and if that's what's making you feel good and do good for other people, so be it. I'm not here to go through all those changes and do that. That's God's God's um, area, and I'm not going to step across. I'm staying in my lane. My lane is to be right here and to understand. Jean goes on to write, she's holding on to antiquated beliefs which cause problems in her personal life. Of course, because her beliefs and things that she was... The, Outdated. Some things are just not, you know, we have evolved as human beings. We have done, if that's the case, she should have never gotten a job or anything else because women were meant to take care of the home. So the bottom line is simple, is that she needs to understand that there's more to life now than that. But God wants us to be good people. That's the one thing that's constant and never changing. He wants us to be good people. And everything else, if she chooses to live her life stuck in the Stone Age, guess what? We have to keep it moving to those people who are ready to be enlightened and to come into the sunlight again, who who aren't complacent living in the caves. We have to take care of those people, and those are the people that we need to understand. And again, I'm going to tell everybody listening, if you're that person that's going to keep coming up with a problem to every solution, this is not for you. We are developing something strong here. This is the second week that we have had. Now, this is the second week, second show of the year, and we have gone almost two hours into this show. Usually we may do an hour hour 15, hour and a half sometimes. But this is the second week that we have brought it to you real for two straight hours. I have missed church again this week. I'll have to get to the 11 o'clock service. Why? Because this right here is where we are supposed to be. We are supposed to be here talking to you. We want you to send us your questions. We want you to send us your concerns. If you like the fact that we come on here and we keep it real, and you do like it because that's what helped us to survive this long. You all know that I'm not going to sugarcoat it for anybody. Sugarcoat will give some of you worse diabetes than you have now. And then it will help some of you put on weight and everything else, rot your teeth and everything else. You don't need all that sugar in your lives. Sometimes you just need to drink straight, to drink straight water. Water is good for you. It cleanses your body from the inside out. It helps you. helps keep your skin young and vibrant helps to clean out your system, helps everything. Sometimes you just need straight water. Without any sugar, without any coloring, without making it look appealing, drink some straight water. Water is the life source. Water is healing. Water has so many positive properties. When we get bathed and baptized, we get baptized in the water. When we cry, what do our eyes do? They release that water. When we work hard, what do we do? We we perspire. It's releasing those that water to help keep our bodies cooled down, and we know that we're working towards something. So don't get me started on the properties and powers of water because we can go into another show, and you all know I've done this before. But again, these are the types of things that I hope that you all are, matter of fact I know you all, just been one show from last week, and this show is even better and I do believe, my sister, that we are on to something here, because if you notice we have a full circle of people we have men in the chat room who are involved, you and I are engaging, and people are listening they are sitting in the call query and they're listening, and you know, a lot of times some people are begging people come on air, come on air, come on air if I see you sitting there and you haven't Gone anywhere? That's all I need, because that means that you're sitting here and you're listening. We've got people over here in relationship recovery group who are listening, who are sending me messages. They are listening. I have to look and see what country they're in, but they are listening. I have people over here in Facebook. They are listening. They are writing, and you all don't understand. There's so many people. We want to hear hear your voice. We want to prove people that people want a voice. On the voice. Want the voice. If you're here trying to get people to pay attention and prove that you're something larger than life when you're really not, you just need these figures to impress somebody who you're trying to entice to invest and whatever it is you're trying to do, it doesn't work that way, people. It doesn't work that way, people. There's a reason why we continue to grow because we don't harp on that because we let people come and sit because as long as they're listening, what's that telling you, sis, that they are here and they are getting what they need. And obviously we are filling their cups to the point where they don't want to leave because they don't want to miss a drop.
3: And make them thirsty for the Word. And the Word is water. Right. And it's a fountain of water. It's called living water, people. I know you've heard that in the Scriptures. You know, I don't have to quote by number Scriptures. She doesn't either. Uh, that's what I'm talking about when I say walk that walk, talk that talk. You see, the Bible, the Bible is words. And the Word is, and the Word was. That's right. And the Word became through the creation that's right now how can I do that how can I not have a Bible sitting in front of me I don't have one sitting in front of me people it's in my heart it's in her heart we're talking heart here we're talking emotions do y'all hear, do you hear? did you hear Marie's emotions yeah. she has compassion for the living water now you may think oh well she's talking about the tap come on people metaphorically speaking water cleanses yeah it does but the living water the water that jesus offered he offered a living water a water that makes you thirsty for more that's why they came back this this week marie they're thirsty they're thirsty for that living Mm -hmm. water thank you for bringing that up I love your heart. I love your heart so much. (laughs) It's heart-to-heart people on this show. (laughs) And I know everybody out there is like almost crying sometimes because they got a heart. They are. They got a soul. They're creatures of God. I'm just going to tell you right now, I love you all for coming in and listening. Because that means something to the Spirit of God. It means something to God. He's reaching out to your heart right now. He's asking for you to, to give, but not give money. We we, we have no use of your money. She said something important, your voice, your questions. Yeah, that's what God wants you to say. He wants you, wants you to speak up. Push that number one. Push that number one and let us know you're there. Just say hello. Go down your queue, Marie. Push the number and say, God bless to everybody in the queue. Go ahead.
2: I'm going, you know, this is the one thing that I do because so many people are here. And I tell people, guess what? If you don't want to press that number one, I'm not going to force anybody to do anything that they're not ready to do. But I'm going to tell you this from Brenda and, and Eugene and Simon and everyone over in our call query and everybody else that we love you, we are here for you. And instead of me doing that one at a time, because God knows if I press these buttons and then I can't get some folks off and I hear all the stuff and I can't shut them up, it's going to be a problem. So the bottom line is simple, people. I just want you all to know that I, I never, I never want to push you because this place comes from a place of healing through hurt. And I know that there are so many people who are broken on this program. And I know that we are walking this journey. And the one thing that I always tell people is that we let them come and we sit freely because they have had so many people tell them when to jump and when to sit down and when to be silent and when not. And I learned a long time ago that one of the things that we do here is that you're listening So I tell you that we're here for you. If you want to reach out, you can reach out, and you know that. But as long as you're here listening and you're sitting here, then that's good enough for me because guess what? I'll tell you this, sis. They're still listening. We're still moving throughout the world. And they like to talk to me, and if you listen to some of my old shows, this is one of the things that, they will, that you will learn about this show, and I've said it a million times, is that people don't want their voices to be heard over the open airways. But as I said a few minutes ago, they're talking to me in private messages because they feel a close connection there. And they feel as though they cling to me and my words and this program. And at some point, sis, you're gonna, they may even start calling in on your show, which I need you to tell us when your show airs as well so that they can start to cling. But when they find that person, and these are people have longevity, they have been with me a long, long
3: time. So we agree to disagree, like you said, in your show. Aha, I love it. (laughs) You see how honest? You see how honest? You see, honesty is something that is developed. Yes, they are calling in on my show, Marie. And, yes, I do push my button sometimes. Oh, yes, because God tells me to. Now, maybe God's not telling Marie to push your button. (laughs) And And I have to give her that.
2: But your show is a different platform, and it's bringing something different. And that's the beauty of what we do. I'm dealing with the broken, and the broken – They'd love to talk. Oh, don't get me wrong. They're talking me to death. And if you listen to some of my prior (laughs) social they are in their private messages. But if that's the way that they choose to talk, then I am here for them to do that. That's the thing that I'm saying. And when they call on you your show, if that's what they want to do, you bring something different from the table to the table than I bring. I might be bringing the steak and potatoes. You may be bringing all of the desserts. So, you know, again, we no one person is an island in and to themselves. We work together with this, and we bring something different. By the time they listen to your show, they may be like, oh, yeah, maybe I'll call in for this one. This is a learning process for people. This is a process where people are there, and I love the fact that they are still sitting there. They're not there yet. They're not here yet. They're not where we are. And just as when you started and I started, maybe I was so broken at the end I had faith, forgiveness, and four cents. And it wasn't until the beginning of last year that I let go of everybody, family and everybody, who was hurting and harming me just the last year. But I have been their guide for a long time. So, again, this journey is still very real for me, and my listeners are nowhere near where I am. And what we're going to start to do, sis, is that I'm going to start bringing on guests as well. So, again, when we have guest speakers, I've had everyone from people from Hollywood to shamans and people who bring such wonderful things to the table. I'm going to start bringing on guests, so the show is going to get very interesting um, in the next coming weeks. And of course, I believe that you'll enjoy that because we will definitely um, be bringing something different to the table. And of course, the guests bring their followers, and a lot of them like to get involved as well. So that's one of the things that um, um, is coming on tap. And uh, yeah, that's just the that way. Sounds that sounds great. Um,
3: we you do know what you said here. about being broken. You know what you said about being mm-hmm. broken.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. You know. Think about that for a second, because I think we've all been broken, and the word broke, yeah, they work together, don't they? Being broke and broken, people say it all mm-hmm. the time. I'm just so broke, I'm broken, I feel lost, I feel emotions that are overwhelming. And I remember my dark nights, dark nights of the soul going through a divorce, uh married twenty two yep. years and all of a sudden. It's just gone. It's gone. And and when you have something that you depend on and then that you trust in more than God, and I understood that because God finally brought that to me. He said, you, you weren't really worshiping God, Brenda. I said, what? Oh, yeah, I, I did the prayers and everything. I was teaching. I was working 700 Club and everything. And what do you mean I wasn't worshiping you? Oh, no, you were worshiping that man and all his money coming into you and taking care of you. And now I'm going to provide for you. That was my broken point. I think we all come Mm -hmm. to a broken point in our lives that we turn to God. Okay? And this is not easy because I can tell you it is that process that Marie was talking about that we have to recognize, recognize that God's with us. Emmanuel. Emmanuel. That's a start for everybody. I want you all just to recognize Emmanuel means God with us. And put that in your spirit right now, that God is with you in your brokenness, in your poorness, mm-hmm. in your poverty, or your loss, or your grief. He's with you. And you have to just allow him, allow him in there. You see, people say, oh, no, God, I'm separate. That's a big thing that people talk about all the time. I feel separate, alone, lost, okay? If you're in that condition, that's a condition. It's a real one. It's a real one, feeling lost. And you've been told that you've lost, that you lost this, you lost that. I don't have anything, Brenda. How can you say to me, Brenda, that God is with me and that I'm broken and that I'm lost and I'm lonely how can you tell me God's with me? Marie, you have something in your spirit for that.
2: Yes, and I tell you all that God sends his angels on earth to a lot of people, and every time that I'm called that to someone, um, it still sends me in a different direction, I guess. I'm still a little bit in shock and all over it. But to know that these people learning how to trust again, and when I t- call them the broken pieces, I always say, you pick the best of your broken pieces, and you create a more resilient masterpiece, which I believe I wrote about that earlier in the week. Um, Jennifer over in, uh, on Facebook says, good morning to us. Told you they're over there listening. They're everywhere. Um, so good morning, Sister Jennifer. Um, what else do we have over here? Uh, we don't want to talk about those. (laughs) Those are personal messages, so we'll leave those alone. Let me see where else we can look. But this is how people communicate for here. They would rather do it that way, and then they get very personal. And a lot of times, and I tell people, I said, you know, a lot of times the biggest listenership comes in, um, the replays, and then I'll get a lot of messages from that and questions. Because there were a lot of questions about last week's show, and I don't know if you were on when we first started, but I was telling people that they had a lot of questions because they weren't quite sure um you know what the premise was and what was really going on, so I'm going to speak with our other guest who was on last week to figure out exactly what you know we we how we can fit into the bigger picture for him and whatever his project is that he has going on but again um we have been set aside for years. Because we do things so differently from other people And, you know, we got a shout out for that too The fact that we can agree to disagree They love that kind of stuff And again, people, it just happened It was just very natural not scripted you I've been saying this for years if you go listen to my shows I tell people I don't have time to script I have too much going in my life to sit down and write you know a feel good foo-foo speech I just can't do it and even when I speak face to face if you said Marie I want you to come out right now and speak at something I'm like okay what do you want me to talk on as long as it's a topic that I know something about I can do this if it's something that I'm like the what I might have to do some research but hey I'm going to come out, and I'm going to do my best to get that message across because I do have, as we have been talking about all day, that direct line to the great I am. So, again, everything works. This is our five-minute chime, people. We are down to the wire here. So, once again, a great show as always. My sisters, thank you so much for coming back. I think we're on to something special here. Um, Yes, God
3: is with us. Emmanuel. (laughs) Emmanuel. Yes. Uh, you know, um uh, my show is on Wednesday and Friday and Saturday morning, and it's eleven thirty till one thirty and what I do on my show is talk about your name and your life in the Bible. God talks about how important your name is to have respect and honor and many many years ago, um God changed names, I mean yeah centuries ago. We start with Abram, and when I wrote my book, God's Alphabet, God added uh, certain letters to a name and changed a name to Abraham. He did that to so many names in the Bible, I mean, it just takes forever for me to go through them, and how he changes names to fit a purpose. So on my show, when I talk about your name, I'm talking about what God gave you through your mother, because you see, your mother is trying to name you, and usually she'll get an inspiration from God Many people have Bible names, but what I try to tell people is working with them uh, that they have gifts and they have talents. I uplift, and that's what Marie does. She's uplifting. She's uplifting your spirit, your soul, and you can call it your energy because you're definitely energetic people here on the line because I feel your energy. God has put you in my spirit and in Marie's spirit. We agree together that we are here for you, and it's a wonderful feeling to know That we're here for you and you're here for us, that's how it works. So I just want to say blessings for the week, and let's get on with it, Marie. And thank you again for letting me participate. Thank you very much. Yes.
2: And Simon from the U.K., he says, Simon from the UK says, awesome show. Thank you so much, Simon, for being here. Hope you have a wonderful day. Your day is well underway over there in the United Kingdom. I hope you have sunshine and blue skies today. And for the rest of you, as always, I pray each and every one of you enough. I pray you enough sunshine to brighten your rainy days. And I pray you enough rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. I pray you enough smiles to turn the frown that you've been carrying around upside down, but guess what? Most of all, we all pray you enough strength and courage to face whatever may be knocking at your door, coming your way from this very moment and beyond. Again, if you need us, our number is 202-618-2556. Reach out. Visit our website, thewallfoundationinc.org, or mine, www.cmariawall.com. They have contact forms there. You can reach out, and we will help. We're all here together. Uh, Brenda, I hope that you continue now to be our co-host as many times as you can be, because I think that you're bringing another spice into the mix, and we had a great conversation today. Thank you so much, Simon and Eugene and guest number nine, and who else? Some of the guests who've jumped out of the room, thank you so much for being all of you in the call query. But most of all, those of you, now this is the kicker, Brenda, those of you who will listen to the replay and then the send in responses as well. Um, thank you so much to our listeners over in Relationship Recovery. Let's see who we have here. Um, let me see who's over here earlier. Can I find it now? I can't find your names now. But, thank you so much for being here. Thank you again to our listeners throughout the world. You're not alone. We are here for you. Be well, be blessed. We will see you back here again next Sunday at 8 a.m. for another session of the Sunday Morning Inspiration here on the Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio Network. Thank you, my sister. Thank you, gentlemen, for being here. Thank you, everyone. We will see you on the other... For many of you, I'll see you on the other side of social media, over on Facebook for a little while. And the rest of you, I will be answering, of course, and responding to all of your messages as soon as we can. Brenda, what's
3: the name of your show? Your name, Your Life Readings. That's right. (laughs) Thank you so much, sister. Your Your Life Readings. Love all of you. I got the hearts and loves and hugs coming from Simon. Loves and hugs, everybody. Peace. It's coming up. All right, bye, babies. (laughs) Have a good day, everyone. Bye, bye. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, yeah, why do I keep doing this to myself?